Praise God. How many of you appreciate the freedom that God brings? Hallelujah. You'll know the truth and the truth shall set you free. We've gathered here today to study the Word of God, which is the truth, and there's no greater liberty or freedom that we'll ever experience in life. Happy Pentecost Sunday, Christian Embassy, second service. I say this is an amazing day. This is our birthday. Hallelujah. The church was birthed on Pentecost. It was God's plan, God's design. God the architect said, I'm going to birth my church on a day of power. I'm going to birth it in power. Hallelujah. And that's why I've entitled this message today, Pentecost equals divine assistance. And every time we look at the feast, and we're going to take just a quick review of the seven feasts of the Lord that he set up. These feasts, um, many of them are now fulfilled. All the spring feasts are fulfilled, and the fall feasts are yet to be fulfilled. But there were thousands of years before, and hundreds of years leading up as they celebrate the feast, they were all pointing towards, pointing towards, pointing towards. And we know the feast of Passover at, uh, when Jesus was crucified fulfilled that. He became the two-legged lamb. That uh, uh, The four-legged lamb was a type and shadow pointing towards. Jesus fulfilled it when he hung on the cross and shed his sinless blood to pay off our sinful account. Praise God for that. And he was the unleavened bread. His blood was sinless, and that sinless blood, that sinless life atoned for us in our lives as uh, he can forgive us and cleanse us and deem us righteous in him. And then on that third day, we celebrated it not long ago, Resurrection Sunday, Easter morning, when we saw the first fruits, Feast of First Fruits, where Jesus was raised as the first fruit from the dead. Then he told them, uh, as we know, 50 days later, uh, 40 days later, he told them that they needed to tarry in Jerusalem until they were endued from on high with power. And 10 days later, that 50th day, Pente means 50, that at the Feast of Pentecost, that power that Jesus promised came and the, the Peter and those in the upper room were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. There came a great windstorm, the Bible says, in tongues as a fire. They were filled. They were endued from on high with power. That's when the church was birthed as Peter stood and preached the first message under the power of God. 3,000 were saved and the churches continued to grow even unto this day. That's that green column there, the church age. That's where we are now, and we were founded, we were fashioned, we were purposed to be birthed and operate in power, in Pentecost power. Then we've got the fall feasts that are yet to be fulfilled, and we the church, we're to occupy until the Lord comes. But there's coming a day, the Bible says, that the trump thou shalt sound, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we who are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. The Bible says that the spirit of the Antichrist is here, but the spirit of the Antichrist is being held back by the church. The spirit of the Antichrist can't do what he wants to do in full measure because of the power operating in the church. But when the church is raptured out, we know then that that great tribulation time will come. The devil will do his thing but we know God's got a plan even for this earth. And there's uh, that Feast of Atonement, His second coming. And the Bible says that we'll be able to come back with Him and rule and reign with Him. So for eternity, you're not going to uh, be floating in a hammock somewhere eating Rice Krispies. You're going to, we got things to do. We're going to be ruling and reigning with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And then that Feast of Tabernacle or Sukkot, where He sets up His Messianic Kingdom, you and I will be a part of that. But until the fall feasts are initiated in fulfillment, we are in that green column, the church age. We've got to continue. We've got to occupy. We've got to advance the kingdom of God. We've got to pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have a role to play. We are the church age. And the church, again, was birthed on Pentecost in power because Jesus says the church's purpose is to operate in power. And I say to you today on this day of Pentecost, let us be reminded who we are, what we have access to, who is to dwell in us and flow through us to the glory of God. Hallelujah. 
Pentecost equals divine assistance. I'm reminding you today, you have divine assistance. God is reminding us on this feast day that He has provided divine assistance for us. It is His plan. I kind of just ran through it, but to give you the Scripture to back it, Matthew 16, verse 18 and following, Jesus is telling, you remember when He said, who do men say that I am? And and they're guessing Elijah and Isaiah and all these things. He said, well, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the Christ Christos, the anointed one, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said, uh, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Peter, but my Father in heaven. And then he responds here and he says to him, but I say to you that you are Peter, uh, and on this rock I will build my church. Now he's talking about this church age that is to come. Pentecost hadn't taken place yet. But he says, I'm going to build my church on a rock. Now, we've got to get our theology right, because if you do a simple study in the original language of the New Testament, you will see in the Greek language that Jesus is not building a church on Peter. Got to get your theology right. Not building it on a man, the fallibility of a man. He's building it on the anointing, the power of who he is and the anointing he carries. So what he's saying, he says, I say unto you that you are Peter, and he uses in the Greek word petros, which means this little stone, just a little pebble. I got an arrow over here, just a little pebble. You, uh, you're, you're part of it, but you're not it. Because it's upon this rock, and he uses the Greek word petro, uh, which, uh, petro which is massive boulder. It is completely different than the little rock that's chipped off. It is this massive boulder. What was the massive boulder? This revelation he just got from his heavenly Father that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said upon this, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let me tell you what, God has a plan for the church, you and I. He had a plan for us, and he tells the disciples in Luke 24 and 49, he says, I'm going to send the promise of my Father upon you, so I need you to tarry in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. I'm going to build my church. It's going to be founded on the boulder of my anointing and my, who I am and my power. He says, but you have to be endued with power. I'm going to use you to advance my kingdom here on earth, and I've got power available for you. You're not going to be able to do it in your own strength. You're going to need Holy Ghost strength. So I need you to tarry in Jerusalem. And they had to tarry 10 days until the Feast of Pentecost. And on the Feast of Pentecost is when Pentecostal power came, the Holy Ghost came, and the church was birthed. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said in John 14 and 16, he says, I will pray to my Father, uh, and he will give you another. He will give you a comforter, a counselor, a helper, uh, the parakletos. Para means comes alongside kletos, strength. So any brokenness that you have, it's like a, a splint that you would put uh, alongside a broken bone. And you put the splint or a cast alongside that brokenness so it carries the weight while that brokenness uh, it heals. Well, he is the parakletos. He comes alongside our brokenness, and he becomes the power and the strength that we can walk on, that we can advance the kingdom of God on as the church. Hallelujah. And he says the world does not receive this but, uh, because it doesn't see it either. But you know him, for he will dwell with you. And Jesus is talking future tense here, and he will be in you. So he's going to dwell with you, and he's going to be in you. Well, on the day of Pentecost, he came to dwell with us and to dwell in us. We are post-Pentecost, so that means we have the Holy Ghost with us and in us. We have Holy Ghost power in us. We have divine assistance in us, not only available around us, but in us as well. And Jesus gave that teaching right before he ascended unto heaven. That was his last thing he's talking about is that he cared about his church that was going to be birthed, birthed in power. All people of God know that we have access to the power of God. He's the one that knows the way out of every dilemma. I'm telling you, it is the Holy Ghost that knows the answer to every question you will ever have. He has power to overcome every situation you will ever be faced with. He is the one that will give you the exact solution that you need for any challenge that you may face today. He wants to minister in and through your life. 
He is your counselor. He is your guide. He is your intercessor. He is your advocate. He is your comforter. He is your healer. He is your standby. He is the power of heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Pentecost, you have divine assistance. Praise the Lord. And if you and I will realize this and begin to, by faith, allow the Spirit of God to flow through us as He so desires, you will never be defeated because all the counsel you will ever need, He has it. All of the life you will ever need, He has it. All the power you ever need, He has it. All of the provision you ever need, you have it. Hallelujah. We have Holy Ghost God power in us. Romans 8 and 11 says this, but the Spirit who raised Him, Jesus, from the dead. What Spirit? The Holy Spirit. The Pentecostal power of God raised Jesus from the dead and what? He dwells in you. He dwells in you. Come on, say it out loud. He dwells in me. He dwells in me. Hallelujah. And He who raised Christ from the dead, He who now dwells in you, will give life. Will give life. We'll give Zoe nothing broken, nothing missing. The shalom of God to your what? Mortal body. This isn't about heaven. This is about earth in your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. There's resurrection power in you this morning. There is stone moving power in you this morning. There is grave robbing power in you this morning. There is life giving power in you this morning. There is raising from death to life power on the inside of the church today if we would but realize it and quench Him not. Hallelujah. The Lord sent me here this morning because I'm on assignment. He said to me, there's so much in my church that doesn't realize who they are, whose they are, and what they have access to. He said, some of you are surrounded and you feel like there's no way out. If you're here this morning and you feel like circumstances or situations or things in life are surrounding you and and you're stuck, you're stuck maybe in in a physical uh, uh, setback or a financial setback or a relational setback, I don't know the details of it, but the Lord says you feel surrounded and you feel like there's no way out. He said on this day of Pentecost, He sent me here to remind you, to teach you, to preach the Word so that your faith could come by hearing the Word so that you could rise up into the victory that He's already prepared for you. So if you feel like you're surrounded and there's no way out, let me tell you what this message is for you today. Or if you feel like maybe there's somebody you know who feels like they're surrounded and they have no way out, then you've got a message to take to them this week as I share that with you. We're going to be looking at 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And in this uh, chapter, we see with the children of God, they're surrounded by three enemy uh, countries, three enemy armies that are coming against them. There's this country of Amnon and the country of Moab and the country of Mount Seir. They've united together to come against the people of God. See, the devil's using the principles of God against the people of God. You see that in the world today. There are principles, biblical principles, that the enemy uh, and the world are using, and they work. One of them is exponential, is released and activated through unity. So the enemy will unite together. They'll put their differences aside to unite together to activate the exponential one putting 1,000 to flight, two putting 10,000 to flight, 20 putting 10 septillion to flight. That's the exponential. So that's a biblical exponential that God gives us. Well, the enemy uses it. You'll see the enemy putting their differences aside to unite, and they'll take an agenda that maybe has the smallest percentage of humanity, but yet it becomes the largest story of all because of the exponential. So the enemy's doing that here. And you've got Mount, uh, uh, you got Mount Seir, you've got uh, Moab and Amnon. These three countries have come together, and they said, we want to take out the people of God. We want to take out Judah. And Jehoshaphat's the king, and, and he, go, he does what we should do. He went to seek the Lord. He said, wait a minute, i got to go see what God has to say. And, and he proclaimed a fast throughout the nation. There's pa- power in prayer and fasting. Let me tell you what. Don't you ever, ever dismiss the power in prayer and fasting. And then he got everybody assembled together. Let me tell you what. We've assembled in this house today. God said, forsake not the assembling together. Why? Because we're here to be united in, in the Word of God, in the work of God, in the way of God, so that we together are stronger than we would ever be individually. There is so much we can get 
get accomplished right now. So much. Those folks sitting to your right and left and in front of you and behind you, let me tell you what, us coming together in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, we can come together in the name of Jesus and there's greater power because of the exponential that is activated because of our unity here together in assembly. Hallelujah! So they assembled themselves together and Jehoshaphat stood before the assembly as he sought God and and all of the men and their wives and their children were there standing before the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord began to move. Hallelujah. I expect the Spirit of the Lord to move here this morning. What God did then, uh, and this is before Pentecost, I'm telling you, we got the Holy Ghost now dwelling with us and in us. I am expecting the Spirit of God to move before we walk out of these doors today. I'm expecting expecting a miracle manifest of heaven in and through your life. I'm expecting what you thought couldn't happen to happen by the power and the grace of God because when we gather together in assembly and seek the Lord, let me tell you what, the Spirit of God begins to speak. The Spirit of God begins to move. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel there in the midst of the assembly and he began to speak. God began to speak through him. And we see in verse 15 of what he says. This is God speaking. Do not Be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude. Let me tell you what God was saying. Don't let the size of the opposition allow a spirit of fear to come in. I'm telling you, fear is the opposite of faith. We need to be a people of faith. God honors faith. God is pleased with faith. And we don't need to walk in fear. We need to walk in faith. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, power, love, and a sound mind. Oh, church, we got to get back to our roots. We got to know who we are. We got to find our identity. You go on Ancestry.com trying to find your roots so that you can figure out why maybe this isn't that. I'm taking you all the way back to your church's root. You were birthed in power. You were formed in power. You were given by God uh, to go forth in power. He said, you don't even go until you receive the power. Tarry till you get the power because your identity is power. Your purpose is power. You have the power of God on earth to change the things on earth to line up with heaven. Hallelujah. So we are not to let the size of the opposition cause fear to come in. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what report you've just received. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I want you to stand up against it right now. I want you to draw from the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I want you to draw faith from the Word right now. That greater is my God who is in me by His Spirit. Greater, greater. Creative healing God. Powerful God. Almighty God in me. Greater than He was in the world. I am not letting fear come in. He said, do not uh, be afraid or dismayed. And that word dismayed means to be broken down or shattered to pieces. So don't let the enemy break your faith, break your, your, your hope. Let me tell you, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The devil's always trying to say, ah, that's hopeless. There's no way that can happen. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And he goes on and he says, for the battle is not yours, but God's. God says, I'll fight this for you if you'll keep fear out and you won't be dismayed and you'll continue in faith and you'll continue in power. He says, I'll fight this battle for you. Hallelujah. Because I, what he's saying is I, I'm giving you divine assistance. You have divine assistance. You are not alone. I am with you, saith the Lord. I will fight for you, saith the Lord. Somebody needs to get a little excited this morning knowing that this battle is not yours, but it is the Lord's. Hallelujah. And he is promising you that victory is imminent. He goes on and says, go out tomorrow, uh, go out tomorrow against them. In other words, don't rush into things with raw emotions. you got to get your faith grounded. you got to get established in what the Word of the Lord. Take time and meditate on what God has said till faith shows up. Hallelujah. Sometimes we just, off emotion, run into things, and then we're like the sons of Sceva, and the devil fights back, and we didn't expect that kickback, and next thing we're running all naked, beaten up, and bruised, and scared. No you got to get established. Wait a minute, this is what God's Word says. I'm not backing off of it no matter what. I, I'm like, I, I'm like a, a tenacious bulldog that took hold of a, a nice ham bone. I ain't letting that thing go for nothing, you know. we got to hold on to the Word of God. we got to hold on to what God said. we got to hold on to the character of God. He's not a man that he should lie. Hallelujah. He says, so go out tomorrow against them, but he reminds them, you will not need to fight this battle. 
That's a word for somebody here. You got to have faith and you got to show up and you got to stand strong and you got to believe. But God's going to bring the victory. God's going to fight your battle for you. Hallelujah. That you just need to learn to wait on the Lord. And, and that's what Isaiah 40, uh, 40, 31 says, isn't it? They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Now, that word wait doesn't mean sitting in a waiting room like you're waiting at the DMV. That's not what that word means. It means what you did when you plopped into that chair you're sitting in right now. And some of you plopped into it with greater weight uh, uh, than others. And I'm talking W-A-I-T. Don't go misquote me here. Okay. Meaning that you trusted that chair was going to hold you. So some of you, you just, without even a thought, you just plop. You know, plop. And some of you, maybe because of an ache or pain you slowly got down. I don't know. But I don't believe not one of you came in here, picked that chair up, examined that chair, took the legs and flipped it upside down to see if, if it was able. You tried it out before you ever sat on it. Uh, I believe every one of you, you came in here and waited on the chair. You just plopped on it, knowing it was going to hold you up. Why? Because maybe that chair or chairs similar to that have held you up in the past. And, and you're not sitting there right now leaning forward. You're leaning back because you know it's done it before to do it again. Well, that's what this waiting upon the Lord. You've got to put your faith in the Lord. You've got to place it all in His hand. Just like you're sitting there, if that chair gives way, you're down on the floor. You've got to say, if God gives way, then I'm down and out. But God's not going to give way. Hallelujah. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they'll mount up with wings as eagles. They'll run and not be weary, and they'll walk and not faint, saith the Lord. There's a supernatural life for us who will trust in the Lord. So he says, so, so they said they, came, they waited upon the Lord and they were to position themselves and stand still. Now, the thing about God is we see in this next verse where he tells them to position yourself and stand still. God already said, I'm going to fight it, but I need you to show up. I'm going to fight it, but I need you to take your stance. I'm going to fight it, but I need you to walk in victory. I'm going to make a point. And, and I'm telling you, we've got to learn to do that. We can't lay in a fetal position saying if God wants it to happen, it's going to happen. He wants you to stand up in faith, saying, I know my God is my, he's going to fight my battle. I know my God is my victory. I know my God is my healer. I know my God is my provider. I know my God is my deliverer. But I'm, going to, I'm not backing down. I'm standing up on his word. I'm positioning myself to move into the victory he has for me. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That's Yeshua. Salvation, Yeshua, means deliverance. It means prosperity. It means victory. It means healing. It means that and so much more God wants to do in and through your life. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life more abundant. That's what he's talking about. Yeshua, abundant life. Stand, position yourself, and you'll see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. Then he wraps up that with what he opened up with. Once again, he tells them, do not fear or be dismayed. Don't let the size of the opposition cause fear. Don't let how long the opposer has been there cause fear. Do not be broken down. Do not lose heart. Do not be dismayed. And the Bible says all of the people begin to worship the Lord. Now, worship is a response of faith in the, in the face of opposition. If you truly believe the Lord and you believe His Word to be true before you even see His Word manifest, you know you can start praising Him ahead of time. You're not going to be like doubting Thomas who says, if I see, I'll believe. Jesus said, better is it, more blessed is it for he who believes without seeing than he who has to see to believe. See, God is moved. God is stirred. God is touched. God is moved in a mighty way when we believe His Word and will begin to worship Him for the outcome of that which has not even come out yet because we know God is not a man that He should lie and it's going to come out the way He said it's going to come out. Hallelujah. So the Levites stood and they, they stood to praise the Lord and it says, and their voices were lifted up high. Hallelujah. Voices loud and high. See, true faith has confidence. It's not mealy mouth. I might 
No, I know my God. I know my Redeemer. I know whom I believed. I know God is going to come through. I know that that power of God is going to be manifest in this area. So the people rose early the next morning and they went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. Let me tell you what, they got up early because they had faith. See, that's living with anticipation. That's what the church has to do. We have to live leaning forward with anticipation, praise on our lips, because we know the power of God's going to bring forth the manifest of his will. We don't know when. We know, but it's any moment. We don't know exactly how, but we know it's going to happen. And we're leaning forward with anticipation. They, the sun's just breaking. And early, it says early, I mean at dawn, they're jumping up and they're running. They're ready, ready, because they're anticipating what God has said. And as they went, Jehoshaphat stood before them and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So he's encouraging them again. Keep your faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. In other words, keep your faith in what God, who he is, and what he has said, in, in his character, in his nature, and in and, and the very demeanor of who he is, and what his prophets, his word has said about him. Stand on the word. Stand on it. Don't let the enemy rob your faith. And when he said that, the Bible says, then the praisers went out in front of the army. See, when God tells you he's going to fight your battle, now you know you can put down, you put the army behind, and you can put the praise out front because you, you believe in God. If they didn't believe God, they'd have put the army out front because they're like, we still got to fight. No, they got, they, they're like, God said he's going to give us this. We don't even have to fight. So we're just going to go and pray. Somebody needs, to, somebody needs to put down your fight. I'm telling you, you've been fighting, and you've been fighting, and you've been fighting, and you've been fighting, and, you've been, and God is saying, I want, you to, I want you to trust me. I want you to take my word and apply it to this situation. I want to fight for you, saith the Lord. I want to do for you what you can't do for yourself. I want to bring you up out of what you could never be freed from in your strength. I want to do a miracle in the making in and through your life. But I want you to believe me enough to put down your guarding, that, that, uh, that aggressive nature and that fight that's always there, and put it to the back and let some praise begin to rise up. Become a man or a woman of faith. And you know what? My God, I know he's my redeemer, my God, my healer, my deliverer. I believe you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I thank you for the victory. I thank you for the victory. Before I even see it, God, I know you're going to do it because you said you're going to do it. And you, who are, you do what you say you're going to do. So they go forth praising the Lord for His mercy endures forever. And look at verse 22 there. It says, now when they began to sing and to praise, not when they got up early, not when they were excited, not when they gathered together, but when all of that began to bring forth the manifest of true faith where they said, you know what, we're going to sing and praise the Lord. When they began to sing and pray, see, a lot of us, we believe God's Word. We believe what He said He can do. We believe that He's done it for others. But for somehow or another, we're not making the connect that He wants to do it for you. Because when you get it, that He wants to do the miracle for you, He wants to do the miracle in you, He wants to do a miracle through you, there's something in you begins to liven up and say, you know what? My God deserves some praise. I can't help it, but I got I to gotta praise Him. I got to praise Him. He's too good. I got to praise Him. He's awesome. He's all-knowing, all-powerful, omniscient. He is my God. Hallelujah. And, 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 and when you begin to sing and praise, Look what happened. The Lord set and who? The Lord set the Lord set ambushes against the people of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. Who did they come against? Judah. Who did they come against? Who did they come against? Who did they come against? And what does Judah mean? Praise. So the enemy was coming against their praise. He, the enemy says, if I can steal your praise, uh, I can steal your power. If I can steal your praise, uh, I can get fear in and get faith out. If I can steal your praise, I can get you dismayed. I can get you broken. I can make you lose hope. I can get you to throw in the towel. If I can steal your praise, I can steal your power. So the enemy, they joined together to come against Judah, to come against praise. Uh, but let me tell you what. It was the very thing they were coming against that released the power of God against them. 
Because when they began to praise, when they began to sing and praise, uh, the Lord said ambushes against them. Hallelujah. That means Amnon, Moab, and uh, Mount Seir, their, uh, their armies turned against each other with sword. They're utterly destroying each other. In my picture of mind, as the Old Testament kind of shows me how the warfare of, uh, in the physical is how it is in the spiritual, I'm seeing demons start fighting demons. When you really begin to praise God, from a heart that believes God. I have faith. I believe God. I know. I know. I know. Hallelujah. I bless you, Lord. I'm not just singing a kumbaya. I'm singing a glory. Hallelujah. I'm ascribing praise unto my God, my healer, my deliverer. Hallelujah. The demons start fighting each other. Hallelujah. Spirits of infirmity turn on each other. Those spirits of infirmity were against your body, and they're there. They're, but next thing you know, they're fighting each other. Praise God. The devil's plan is unraveled, and it backfired on him. And that what the enemy meant for evil. God turned it for good. Hallelujah. When they began to praise the Lord. So when Judah came to the place, when the praisers came to the place overlooking the encampments of the enemy, what did they find? All were dead. Not one. Not one was alive. All. Not one. Not one cancer cell left. Not one infection. Not one debt. Not one bondage. Not one. Not one. Nothing was, didn't even say anything was moving and, and struggling. They were all dead. And it took them three days just to collect the wealth from the enemy and bring it into their camp and to bring it into Judah, the city there of Jerusalem. Let me tell you what, three days with all those soldiers, three days with all those chariots and with all those wagons and with all those animals, three days to get all of the wealth into their possession. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you that's divine assistance at work. The devil tried to take your life, take years of your life, but it's going to be added back to you that they're going to have to extend your ancestry log because everybody in your, your family line didn't live this long, but you're going to live longer because you're going to get more back than the enemy stole. Hallelujah. When you find that enemy out, the thief, he has to repay sevenfold. It's coming back, pressed down, shaking together and running over because of divine assistance in your life. This is the word of the Lord to the house of, of Christian Embassy this morning. This is the word of the Lord, not by might and not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Come on, look at Zechariah 4 and 6. This is the word of the Lord to us. It's not by might and it's not by power, but by the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants you to know he has given us divine assistance. He wants you to know that the miracle working power of God is just available today as it was yesterday, as it was 2,000 years ago. I'm here to tell you, you and I, on this day of Pentecost, uh, we celebrate divine assistance. Uh, we celebrate the miracle working power of God. I believe the Lord is saying that too many people are depending on their own strength. Too many of us have been depending on our abilities. Too many of us have been depending on resources and, and our own knowledge. And we have forgotten to call on the miracle working power of God. I'm here to alarm, ring the bell and sound the alarm today. It's time that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, the church that was birthed in power, the church that was formed in power, the church that was designed to operate in power that we call on the miracle working power of God. Hallelujah. And stop ex excluding out of our equation and the problems and the challenges the miracle working power of God. We need the miracle working power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we fail to include this, it looks like the enemy is going to triumph over us. It looks like we're going to lose everything. It looks like that that last negative word will be the last word. But I got good news for you today. Somebody hear me. I got good news for you. I got good. We, this is Pentecost. I'm here to remind you we have divine assistance. I'm here to remind you that we have access to the miracle working power of God still available for us even this day. This means you can't count me out by looking at what I have or what I don't have. 
this means that you can't count me out by that last medical report or by that financial report or by that legal report. Don't you count me out. Uh, God says that we've forgotten we have divine assistance. Uh, we have forgotten to figure in the miracle working power of God. Uh, and I believe God is saying to us today to stir up your mind, uh, stir up your heart, uh, stir up your inner man uh, to know that the God is still a God who works miracles. Uh, he wants to step in. Uh, and when He steps in, everything steps back. Uh, don't quench the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, power of God. Holy Spirit, uh, have your way in me. Holy Spirit, flow through me. Uh, the re medical report says you're going to die. Uh, there's no hope. There's no cure. There's no comeback. There's no recovery. But you as a child of God, you need to stand up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's some bad news, but I got some good news. Uh, hallelujah. God says, I will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to climb up on that boulder. I'm going to climb up as a church on that rock. Uh, and this storm is coming. Uh, and it may try to knock me down. Uh, but it, I, when the storm passes, I'm still going to be standing. Uh, because I'm standing on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, when you're in the storm uh, and all you, your peace is under attack, I'm here to tell you, there's a God that can stand up in your boat. Uh, and He can say, peace be still. Uh, and everything that looked like was going to destroy you becomes the calm waters that you travel on. Uh, when you're a child of God, you can tell the devil... Uh, you can't count me out. You can't count me out. I'm not walking in my strength. I'm not living in my power. I have access to the supernatural presence and power of God. When all of the reports have been read and when all of the evidence says there's no way, it's not over yet because I got faith in the Word of God. There's still an unseen force in my life that is greater than all that I see in my life. Let me tell you what, don't you be fooled because you can't see this unseen force. Uh, don't you be fooled because you can't see it, that it's not greater than what I can see. So I choose to walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, I'm tapping into the miracle working power of God. You see, because of Pentecost, we have divine assistance. Come on, somebody, you need to go ahead and begin to rejoice. You need to go ahead and begin to rejoice. Hallelujah. Go ahead and rejoice. Say on this Sunday, June the 9th, 2019, I'm putting my trust in the miracle-working power of God. I'm accepting divine assistance in my life. Uh, I know that it doesn't seem like there's a way out. I know it doesn't seem like I'm going to make it. I know it doesn't seem like I'm going to get healed. Uh, but the miracle-working power of God is going to explode. Uh, it's going to manifest in my home, uh, in my body, in my finances, in my marriage, uh, in my children, uh, in my business, uh, in my career. I'm here to tell you, I'm tapping into the miracle working power of God. You got to receive it. You got to believe it. You've got divine assistance. Hallelujah. So go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Say, I've lived my last day of depression. I've lived my last day in poverty. I've lived my last day in bondage. I've lived my last day in lack. I've lived my last day in sickness. Come on, you got to say it. This is called faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm here to tell you today there is divine assistance here for you and me. When I am weak, He is strong. When I don't know what to do, He knows what to do. When I am bound, He sets me free. That's the miracle working power of God that we've seen working throughout the Bible. Hallelujah. And let me tell you what, when God shows up, He throws His weight around. He can say, sun, freeze. Moon, be still. Everything, hold your position. Hallelujah. And every report that is not my word, he can say is a lie. You got a report and it looks, it looks official, but God says, it's not my report. So whose report are you going to believe? I believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he says, every promise that I've made is what? Yes and amen. So when he steps in, things change. When he steps into the fiery furnace, the fire don't burn. When he steps into the lion's den, the big cat's mouths are shut. 
When he steps into the desert, the desert blooms. Do you hear what I'm saying? When he steps in, promotion comes. you got to understand divine assistance is that which can reach into an inner cell in a prison where you're bound in stocks and chains and bars. And it can shake the foundation of that which holds you and set you free. Set you free in the name of Jesus. When Paul and Silas begin to praise him, when they begin to praise him while they were in the prison cell, the prison cell had to respond to the miracle working power of God. Hallelujah. What the enemy has told you, you'll never get out of. You'll never be free from. I'm here to tell you today, he's a liar. He forgot about the miracle working power of God. He forgot about Pentecost. He forgot about we have divine assistance. We were birthed with power. The church was birthed with power. Pentecost reminds us we have divine assistance. I'm telling you, I just feel like I'm on assignment right now. I'm here to preach somebody about a debt. I'm here to preach somebody up out of bondage. I'm here to preach somebody up out of doubt. I'm here to preach somebody up out of unbelief and, and, and depression. I'm here to preach somebody up out of hopelessness. I feel it in my bones that God sent me here to preach somebody up out of death, up out of despair, up out of uh, weakness in your life. You may have walked in here today saying this is going to be just another normal day. You're wrong. You're wrong. I invoke, I invoke the miracle working power of God. I remind you it's Pentecost. And Pentecost reminds us we have divine assistance. I'm telling you today, this is a new season. This is a new week. This is a new day. This is a new moment. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, let's stand our feet. Put your hands together and let's praise the Lord. Let's praise the Lord. Go ahead and praise Him for your victory. Go ahead and praise Him for your healing. Go ahead and praise Him for your deliverance. Go ahead and praise Him for provision. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and praise Him for that child that you're praying to get saved. Go ahead and pray for that parent that you want to get saved. Go ahead and praise Him for that business that's going to be promoted. Come on now. Come on now. Hallelujah. How are we going to reach the people around the globe here at Christian Embassy? Go ahead and praise Him. How? The Holy Ghost. How? The Holy Ghost. We have divine assistance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, you would help us take this word and act on it right now and not grieve or quench you, Holy Spirit. Oh, the world, the devil, and even the spirit of religion tries to get us to turn on you, Holy Spirit. Be freaked out by you, Holy Spirit. Be scared of you, Holy Spirit. No wonder the enemy wants us afraid of you because you, Holy Spirit, are the whole purpose and power and foundation of the church and our ability to fulfill what we are called to fulfill here on earth. So, Lord, we pray. Help us identify right now. Is there an area in our life where we're quenching you, Holy Spirit? Is there some previous teaching? wrong teaching that's causing us to be scared of you Holy Spirit is there a lack of understanding oh God help us to take the word the seed of your word today hallelujah 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 I just feel like having a Holy Ghost prayer time around this altar I want to close with a prayer but I just see, I just see this altar filled with people saying I want more I want more I want to walk in the power of God I want to walk in the anointing of God I want to walk in the blessing of God I want to walk in come on up come on I want to walk in the favor of God I just want to pray over you I just want to pray over you hallelujah Lord as I go into this week Lord I want to go this Pentecost I'm reminded who I am whose I am Lord God what I have hallelujah I'm walking I'm going I'm moving in the name of Jesus more 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 anointing more power more of your favor more of your blessings hallelujah and i'm telling you if you've got a mountain that's been coming against you if you've got an enemy that's been coming against you go ahead and lift up your voices and lift up your hand and let the judah rise out of this place let praise and worship rise up from this altar let the power of god be summoned upon by our faith of praise here today in the name of jesus and while we're praising him he is setting ambushes against the enemy 
The enemy's destroying itself. That, that disease is destroying itself. That, that debt is destroying itself. That, that, that thing that's been holding you in bondage is destroying itself. Come on, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Oh, my God is worthy. Worthy, 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 worthy is our God. Hallelujah. They lifted up their hands and they lifted up their voices and they began to praise him. Praise him for your breakthrough. Praise him for your miracle. Praise him for that promotion. Praise him. Praise him for that family member coming to know Jesus. Praise him ahead of time. Be a man or woman of faith. Praise him ahead of time. Praise him ahead of time. Praise him now. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. Let faith arise. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless your name, Lord. Oh, we praise your name, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. Glorious, glorious, wonderful, mighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Oh, we praise you, Lord. Oh, we bless your name. We praise you, Lord. Oh, a victory cry, a victory chant. Oh, oh, we bless you, Lord. We praise you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Oh, praise Him. Praise Him. Paul says, I pray in the Spirit and I sing in the Spirit. And I wish you all, I wish you all would. Hallelujah. Because when you pray in the Spirit, you sing in the Spirit. Your natural man, your mind is not edified. But your inner man is edified. You're built up. You're built up. You're built up. Supernatural reconstruction. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you. Come on, we just praise you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. on just a concert of prayer you pray whatever language you speak you pray if you want to pray in a heavenly language you can this is a concert of prayer this isn't for interpretation this isn't for instruction this is between you and the lord here in the assembly this is from your lips to god's ear this is from your heart to his heart oh this is in order it's in order when we're in concert of prayer for you to pray your private prayer to the lord and your praise to the lord and this and to pray it in whatever language you may speak a, a language from another country feel free but every one of us full of the spirit of the lord feel at liberty to pray that heavenly language that pure language spirit to spirit Paul says, oh, sing in the Spirit. Paul says, oh, pray in the Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Don't squelch Him this morning. You have the power to turn Him off. You have the power to silence Him. You have, he gives you that right. He's greater than you. He's more powerful than you. But he give you, He's given you free will. And you can squelch Him today. You can silence Him today. But He says, if you'll grieve me not, if you'll squelch me not, and allow me to flow through you, I'll work supernaturally to build you up from the inside out. 
Oh, let him begin to work a healing work in your body. Oh, let him work. He will strengthen you. He will build you. He will fortify you. He will do mighty things in you and through you as you pray in the Spirit. Paul says, I pray in the Spirit more than you all. And I wish you all would. I'm telling you, we're here in assembly. And in assembly, there's an exponential that's been activated. You have a greater opportunity to let the utterance of God flow through your lips right now than you will at any other time. So just let the liberty of the Spirit of God Give liberty to the Spirit of God. Say, Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean on you. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to place my hope in you. Oh, and when they begin to praise Him, and when they begin to worship Him, God set ambushes against the enemy. Oh, Come on, let the Spirit of God do a work for you. Let the Spirit of God do a work for you right now. Let him go before you this week and destroy your enemy. Let him go before you this week and destroy the plans of the enemy, the, the plans of the enemy against you. Every one of you here, you have something that you are believing God for a miracle. Whatever that is, I want you to get it, that, that picture of it right now that you need to see the power of God manifest, whatever it is, maybe personal, maybe physical, maybe financial, it may be relational, maybe extended to family, whatever it is, you need a miracle. I want you to focus on it right now. Focus on it right now. Focus on that miracle. Lord, hallelujah. And as you focus on it, say, Lord, you know the situation, you know the circumstance. I'm giving it to you. I've received your word. I've received your word that I don't have to fight this one. That if I'll just stand still, I'll see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord, I believe your word. Your word to me today is that you're going you're gonna to give me the victory over this. You're going to manifest your miracle working power in this behalf. So Lord God, I see it and I see it is done right now. Lord, now I want to, by faith, I believe you at your word. So I'm going to do like Judah did. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to thank you with praise. I'm going to thank you in my worship. I'm going to thank you for that miracle being taken care of. So go ahead and begin to thank him right now. Tim, go ahead and thank him right now. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. It's done. I've given it into you. It's done. I'm believing you for it. It's done. It's done. It's done. Hallelujah. It's done. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Come on, people. Come on. We're in a, we're in a mighty war. And our God has given us a victory. Hallelujah. Our God is... Yes, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. And we give you all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to release that power to somebody right now. The power of God flowing through you. I want you to just magnify it. Just take somebody by the hand. Right now, just take them by the hand. And just close in prayer like this. Say, Lord, I bless them. Lord, through me. I have divine assistance, but through me, touch them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Whatever their need is, God. Whatever their need is, God, bless them. Take care of it, Lord. Work a miracle. Work a miracle in their life. Lord God, I thank you. Now, now thank you. Now, Lord, I thank you that you said I could lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. I could lay hands and there'll be a transfer. I want to thank you, Lord, that you're going to bless them. I thank you, Lord, for the miracle you're going to work in their life. And I praise you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory.